0: Welcome to Room 4216. I'm so glad you've come. Reading the Bible can be difficult.
1: Not to mention understanding
0: Mm -hmm. it. Having a disability such as blindness or another can be difficult too. Sometimes
1: it feels like God's not even there.
0: But in Room 4216, God
1: shows us His path and we find
0: we are are
1: not alone.
0: Hi, everyone. It's Pastor Dave. And it's Cecilia.
1: Glad to be back here with you in room 4216.
0: Love this room.
1: Glad you didn't take the next door, 4217, or 4215. Yeah. Don't know what's in those rooms. They're probably fine rooms, but.
0: No, but we love our 4216. (laughs) Did you ever try and picture what 4216 looked like, Pastor Dave? Uh,
1: To me, it's like a big uh, valley. Mm. That you walk in, there's mountains surrounding it, and it's just a big, beautiful place with trees, and then there's some pastures, there's a river going through it, mm. and God's walking through it.
0: Oh, see, I see it as a big room with lots of uh, bookcases, to, with books in it to study, and and comfortable, squishy couches, and or chairs, or whatever, and, mm-hmm. and uh, there's a buffet, of course, in the corner with all kinds of good food and things to drink, and there's plenty of space for everyone.
1: Hmm. It's interesting. I suppose if there was a psychologist listening, (laughs) they could uh, analyze us to... uh, I guess they could. ...what uh, we think or don't think.
0: (laughs) I wonder what the listeners think Room 4216 looks like, though. That would be interesting. I'd like to
1: know. Today, we are going to start
0: a new Bible study. We are? Yep. Oh, goody! What shall we study? Um, Well, we've had several different votes for different things
1: yes we have in that we
0: just finished an old testament
1: book i always like to bounce back to the new testament Mm -hmm. and we had one suggestion for one special book that can be interesting yet fun the book of james
0: oh okay oh
1: you don't sound very happy
0: well it's not that i'm not happy but I'm to be honest. I'm not very familiar with James. Mm-hmm. It seems like a pretty heavy book. Um, it's got a lot of we should be like this and we should be like that, and it doesn't have a lot of uh, warm, friendly, fuzzy feelings in it. Warm, friendly
1: fuzzies, huh?
0: <laughs> well, I'm not saying that. You that's want all a warm, I need, but... friendly,
1: fuzzy? Uh, well. <laughs> Just... Should I hold up my dog to your face no! and rub him in your <laughs> oh, face? Oh, but. Well, I'd be a warm, friendly fuzzy.
0: I mean, he seems. He'd probably to,
1: lick you then too. Yeah, probably. Nelson would, anyway. Mm-hmm. Coco might nip your nose. He's not always that happy with those things. Oh, Well. Yeah, it's a prima donna. <laughs> There are some who would agree with you, um, even in the church annals, uh, some called the book of James a book of straw, because it really mentions the name Jesus only once, Mm. and it does seem like a lot of do's and don'ts, and yeah, two things. Mm. One, it is in what we call the quote-unquote canon, and the canon is those books by which the church as a whole has agreed these are God's inspired words, mm-hmm. and then second, if it is in there, we should pay some attention to it, even if it is heavy.
0: Uh, I do agree with that. I, I am not. I'm, I'm just letting everyone know I'm not against one of the books of the Bible.
1: Okay. Um, but all right. And I'm glad you mentioned already your hesitations. We'll we'll go along with that. And there's probably others out there feeling the very same way as you. Thank you. In the time that we stopped talking and we had a bit of music, I sent Cecilia off hurrying and scurrying and checking out about James to find information she did not have. And so, what did you find?
0: Well, uh, let's start with just exactly who James was. Mm -hmm. He was not, contrary to popular belief, the James of Peter, James, and John fame.
1: I thought you were going to say Peter, Paul, and Mary there for a second. Oh,
0: yes, they were famous, but not quite. Um, In fact, I didn't realize until today that James was not even one of the twelve disciples. Mm -hmm. He was, in fact, the brother, as in the blood brother, of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Uh, We learn this um, in uh, John 7.
1: In fact, in that section, um, the the brothers were saying, uh, of Jesus, it says, uh, you should go leave Galilee, go down to Judea, let everyone see all the miracles you're doing. Their idea was, show everybody how great you are, and poof, you'll be made the Messiah and the leader and the king. And But Jesus said, no, it's not my time.
0: Yeah, well, even his brothers didn't really even believe in that he was the son of God and all that. That is true. Uh, James was... Uh, Also, later he did come to believe and to understand, and he became the leader of the church in Jerusalem, Mm -hmm. and uh, Paul, the apostle, calls him a pillar of the church, Mm -hmm. and he visited him and... uh, in him, in particular, he visited when he was in Jerusalem at least twice.
1: Yeah, in the book of Galatians chapter one, it mentions as soon as Paul was converted, he visited James because he was a pillar. And then Paul's last visit, it, again, it says this in Galatians, another good book we need to study soon mm-hmm. uh, that he came one the last time to Jerusalem, he also visited James. Then also in Acts fifteen, James, the pillar of the Church of Jerusalem, uh, oversaw the council. Uh, a very important first council, first council meeting of the church.
0: As to when the book was written, well, we know that James was martyred in about 62 A.D., and that uh, the book was written oh, sometime in the 50s or 60s. It was written, they believe, to a primarily Jewish Christian audience. Because there are a lot of Jewish expressions and such in the book.
1: We'll see that as we go through, indeed.
0: Mm-hmm. It was... This is interesting. It has only 108 verses in the book, and half of those, 54, are commands. Yeah? Telling us what to do. Really? Yeah. I guess that's why a lot of people get frustrated
1: with the book, because it's so heavily laced with commands. But what kind of commands are these?
0: These are commands that talk about common sins that... We should overcome and how to live a Christian life.
1: So let's start the book of James by reading just the first verse.
0: Just the first verse of chapter one. Okay. James a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the twelve tribes scattered among the nations. Greetings. All right, start that again. Okay. James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ. All right,
1: let's just stop there. Notice it didn't say... the minister, the prime minister of the Church of God, and the brother, the real brother, the blood brother of our Lord Jesus Christ. So you better bow down (coughs) in my presence. Um hi um th- oh my gosh who are you this is um well i'm you, you know i well uh i i am james i'm i'm the well, I, I really can't say I'm the brother of Jesus. Although I am the brother of Jesus, I I, 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 I kind of didn't talk real nice about him. So I, I really don't consider myself very honorable of my brother Jesus. So what are you doing but he here? forgive me. Oh, um. I uh, I I have a few words to, to 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 send to the to all the 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 Christians. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm sure I had some part of this that you were sent here there neighbor.
0: Oh. Would you please just tell us what you have to say? Hi. Pastor Dave, you are absolutely right. Uh, James was not a dictator. Using the fact that he was the brother of Jesus to push everyone around. <laughs> At the same time, he wasn't Mr. Milktoast either. Um, he didn't let people walk all over him. He was a servant. And a servant is one who is quietly capable, often behind the scenes. He had things to say, and he wanted to say them and share them with the Christian world, which had been scattered you.
1: So here we are, Cecilia, yes. barely into the book of James, one verse, and mm-hmm. we hit a whole big discussion. Uh, yes, because we did. Because James is a servant of Jesus. We noted in this that he was not dictatorial, nor was he milquetoast. And then the question is, how are we as people
0: of God today a servant, and how do we serve? Especially those of us who have a disability. Mm -hmm. and uh, my immediate answer to you was well please don't tell me just you can pray because yes I do believe in prayer but so often that's what I've been told and I don't want to just sit and pray I want to do something practical I have skills and abilities and
1: well my first thought and reaction to that is is what Prayer ain't good enough for you? No, it's not that at all. It's, it's So praying is good? Praying is very good, yes. Okay. So what's your problem?
0: I want to be doing more than just praying. I mean, look at everyone else who is out there and doing things. They're, they're making food. They're getting items together for rummage sales. Or... So
1: your service's decision is decided by what you see others doing.
0: Somewhat, yes. Maybe that sounds selfish, but somewhat.
1: Okay, you we just made another interesting word. Might sound selfish. Is a, The true servant, is he or she selfish? I got you in the corner. Go ahead and say of it. Coor- I'll let you out.
0: <laughs> of course, they're... The true servant is not selfish. And now I'm feeling like I am a, quote, bad person, unquote, because (laughs) because I don't want to just be put in the pigeonhole like so many people want to do with Mm -hmm. those of us who are disabled.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Which brings up the next thing, and uh, is is so it's about your feelings and how you feel about yourself is what servanthood is.
0: Uh, it shouldn't be. I know the right answers. <laughs> I do. Uh huh. And it's really interesting because he comes at it from the thinking perspective. Me, I come at it often from the feeling perspective. Mm-hmm.
1: And and it, I I do want to pick up and and and, and I know we, we, <laughs> literally we had this discussion for almost two hours just people about. and we did full circles and and playing devil's advocate well what about then if and and it isn't that Cecilia is always feeling this way oh no nor am I because I have and that was one thing that she said well you never feel this way and it's like whoa now just a moment yes I do yes I do. And that's one of the points I think that needs to be made, is every servant feels like they aren't serving. they they
0: People just don't appreciate me.
1: Yeah, and they feel inadequate. And that's because of our, not service, but our identity of who we are. Because we sometimes feel... I, oh, I loved this! And what? How did you say it uh,
0: with a glass of water? Like, oh, like our lives are nothing but sticking our finger in a glass of water. And I never it's heard Louis that before. Louis idea.
1: Yeah. That the point is, when you pull it out, what is it? An unchanged glass of water. And so the question is: Is our life have worth and value? And there are times we feel like it doesn't. Because it feels like the, we stuck a finger in and out it came and nothing has changed. Oh my. But see, then, now the question is shifted to what is our self-worth? What is our self-gratification? Uh, um, uh, rather than service. If we want to be a servant, then we focus in on something different than our self-worth.
0: mm mm-hmm. All right. I can appreciate the whole self-worth thing. Um, But to circle back to another part of our discussion, Mm -hmm. I am praying. I do pray. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: Um, But how else... What else can I do to serve?
1: Okay. You you probably... uh, I'm just going to say you don't have the chance to cook meals and take it to people. No. And you can't go... Here or there, because you don't have a car.
0: I've got cabs to a limited extent, but but
1: limited. finances are, uh,
0: right, right. are tight. And
1: all of us with a disability have that difficulty. Right. So my question back then is, what do you have? You live in a house. You share a house with a, a married couple. Yeah, with Brent and Carrie. And what do you do there? Uh... Do I have cook? to answer
0: that? Yes, of course. I can mean, you yes. clean? Uh, not very well, no. Do you do your laundry? Yes. All right.
1: What else do you do there?
0: Well, I can clean a toilet. Okay. I have done
1: that in the past. And those things in and of themselves can be, notice the word I used, can be service to God. Wait a minute. Cleaning a toilet? Uh-huh. Service to God. Mm -hmm. Luther made the comment, um, and and it's said in several different ways. One is, service can be done whether it is changing a diaper or pitching manure. Really what he meant to say, what it was, is a good work is changing a diaper or pitching manure. Whatever you do, if it is done in faith... In reflection to God, God, I'm doing this to serve you by serving these people. So in that way, yes, cleaning a toilet is service to the Lord. I know, it don't feel like it, does it?
0: (laughs) No, it does not.
1: And there are times that we have... Well, okay, I'll give you an example from from my own very life of where feelings and service uh, were opposites. As some of you know, not all of you, but lots of you know, I was uh, director of Lutheran Blind Mission. I joined Lutheran Braille Workers. I was traveling around the country, talking to people, working with people who were blind, blah, blah, blah. He was out of town every week. Yeah, doing all these great things for the Lord. And then all of a sudden, one day, due to financial difficulties of the organization and some other things, I found myself at home without a job. And it's like, God, I was doing all these great things for you. How can you do this? And, and all I was doing here at the house was cooking and cleaning and cleaning the toilets and <laughs> And it took several months of just anger and frustration until I calmed down enough to all of a sudden I realized a couple other things. One, my daughter Meg. Um, she really needed a parent at home to be there as she was having some struggles with school. And so my being at home was a huge service to her. Mm. And it was helping her. Even though it wasn't a great and glorious thing of saving thousands of people for the Lord, or whatever. (laughs) I was just helping my daughter. That, though, was a huge service because she needed it. And now I look back, and and, and, and as I do help her now, I do so with a heart of service. My heart wasn't in it at first, I'll be honest. Mm -hmm. But when I started to realize she needed help, who else can do it? I'm right here. Now my heart is fully in it. And that's really what service is all about. Isn't what you do or don't do, what you feel or don't feel, in a sense, but rather is it done in faith? Meaning, is your heart in it for the Lord?
0: And it's done with attitude. Yeah. Milton, yeah. Um, who was a blind person long ago, wrote Paradise Lost and some other things, wrote a sonnet on his blindness. And I don't remember the whole thing, but I've never forgotten the last line. And it says, they also serve who only stand and wait. Hmm. Not easy to hear. Say it one more time. They also serve, who only stand and wait.
1: know, it's interesting that James, the brother of Jesus, was not part of the apostles who were on the road, busily fighting, who would be the greatest one of them all? And actually it was the other James who wanted to be the greatest. He wanted and, to
0: sit at God's right hand and yep. left hand. And,
1: and Jesus said, whoever wants to be great must be servant of all. And Jesus not only said it, but he demonstrated it. Because... Jesus is the greatest of all, the Son of God, and what did he do? He served us all. He did what none of us could do, and that is take away our sins, pay for the punishment, have a perfect life, and offer it as a sacrifice for those who are imperfect. And so, we are served by Jesus. You know, really, Jesus put everything on its head, turning it upside down that the greatest is the servant, that, and also, how do we reach God? It's not by what we do, but by what he has done. And James brings that to us as he says, a servant of Jesus Christ.
0: Okay, Pastor Dave, I appreciate that. That's, I really do. But what about the practical thing of how do those who f- don't, feel
1: mm-hmm.
0: as though they're serving god how how do you you can't just say well you you just have to serve god and you'll feel all this joy and whatever what about those who don't feel it
1: well we're going to find in the next lesson actually what we uh, uh, james actually is very blunt in saying consider it all joy and he's turned it on his head again
0: This is all law. I have to feel joy. I have to.
1: (laughs) When you suffer, everything's turned on its head. And that's what we're going to find in the book of James. That's what probably makes this a hard book. And maybe that's why you didn't want to do this in the beginning, huh? Maybe. Yeah. Um, I don't have a clear answer, to be honest with you. There's no clear answer, A, B, C, D, this is what service is. It is something, though, that everybody is involved with doing. But it's a matter of each person working with the Lord and doing so in faith and trust that He will turn it on its head to make it into good. We would love to hear from some of you who have found unusual ways that you, as a person with a disability or blindness... I can tell you one unusual way that I served God a once. A servant, y- yeah.
0: I shredded two baskets of paper for someone who was moving. There you go! I'm serious. And I like shredding paper. And yeah. it was a way to serve. So tell us some of those unusual ways. <laughs> I know. Go ahead and laugh. <sighs> I what think would like cool. to know?
1: Yeah. And that's because you just sit here and do this, but yet you loved it. I did. Yeah. yeah. Write us at... Info... I-N-F-O at not-alone N-O-T-A-L-O-N-E
0: I can spell. Amazing. Dot net. N e e t. Info at not-alone.net Take care. We'll see you soon. And remember, we We are are not not alone. alone. To 16. Credits. Our sincere thanks go to Terry Nord and Robert Vaughn for their interlude music.